Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, the very latest on Buffalo Bills star DeMar Hamlin's condition. After collapsing on the field, the outpouring of support and the criticism of the NFL. Fans rally around the second-year safety as we hear from Hamlin's family for the first time. Plus, how a healthy 24-year-old could suffer cardiac arrest. Tornadoes in the south as a major storm system brings heavy snow, sleet, and ice. Chaos in the Republican Party. Kevin McCarthy fails multiple times in his bid to be Speaker of the House. What happens now? College murder suspect in court, shackled and in a red prison jumpsuit, agreeing to be extradited back to Idaho. His family seen for the first time, claiming cops have the wrong man. Plus, new video from a traffic stop showing the suspect. And story of survival, how a four-year-old girl and nine-year-old boy survived this 250-foot drop. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. Tonight, political chaos in the House of Representatives, unlike anything we've seen in a century after the new Congress adjourns on a day one on day one without a speaker. Plus, the ongoing weather threat, snow, ice, and at least a dozen tornadoes have already been reported. But we do want to begin tonight with that terrifying scene in Cincinnati after Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed following a tackle. Hamlin tonight still in critical condition. His family in their first statement saying they are asking to please keep DeMar in your prayers. In an emotional display, players from both teams surrounded Hamlin. You could see the tears on the faces of some of his 
teammates. Now, outside the hospital, Bills and Bengals fans gathered together to show support. The game was postponed, and the NFL tonight says the game will not be played this week. Also, in a show of support from the country, Hamlin two years ago had created this GoFundMe for his Chasing M's Foundation, which helps kids in his hometown of Pittsburgh. Well, his goal back then was $2,500. We can report tonight it is now at $5 million and growing. We have team coverage from Buffalo, but CBS's Charlie DeMar is going to start us off from Cincinnati. Good evening, Charlie. And Nora, good evening. A representative for DeMar Hamlin says his vital signs have stabilized. Here at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, however, there has been no word from doctors on his condition. We do want to warn you that the video is hard to watch. Here's Higgins wide open. It happened just nine minutes into the first quarter. After what appeared to be a routine tackle, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin suddenly collapsed. Another Bills player is down. Within seconds, medical personnel rushed onto the field and began CPR. Players surrounded Hamlin in support. Many visibly upset, some tearful, others prayed. They got to pray over him. Within five minutes, an ambulance arrived. Hamlin was placed on a stretcher and taken to the University of Cincinnati Hospital, reportedly with his mother by his side. Late Monday, the team said Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest. Cardiologist Deepak Bhatt says in these moments, every second is critical. If a person's sort of been down, so to speak, for just a few minutes, uh, they can often have a full recovery. On the other hand, if several minutes go by, there can be irreparable brain damage. The game has been temporarily suspended. The game was suspended and eventually postponed, a first for the league. The NFL says their emergency medical plan worked. The league says at every game there are critical care doctors and nearby trauma centers standing by. My thoughts and prayers is with DeMar and his family. Rob Golden was on the field when his Pittsburgh Steeler teammate Ryan Shazier suffered a spinal cord injury during a 2017 game against the Bengals. When it hits that close to home, uh, you definitely have this mental side of things that you have to battle through just to be able to get out there and play that game again. While life-threatening injuries are rare in the NFL, player safety was already center stage. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa has suffered at least two concussions this season. CBS's David Begno is in Buffalo. Here on this dreary day outside the stadium where the Bills play, there was no roar of the crowd. They gathered instead in a moment of silence to pray for DeMar Hamlin. To lift up DeMar and his family. To the super fans like Del Reed, this isn't just a battle facing some professional athlete. The Bills are Buffalo and Buffalo is the Bills. It's personal. Our team is our family in a lot of ways. And so when you see something like that happen, it's just, it feels like it's in, in some ways uh, happening to a member of your family. So it's, it's, it's awful, it's gut-wrenching. Hamlin's roots also run deep in Pittsburgh, where he was born, raised, and starred at the University of Pittsburgh before being drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin has known Hamlin since he was 12 years old. I got a lot of love for that young man. We lifted he, him and that organization up in prayer. Now, after discussions between the NFL and the Players Association, the game will not resume this week, and it's unclear when or if it will be completed. Meanwhile, here at the hospital, the wait continues for any update on Hamlin's condition. Nora. Charlie DeMar, thank you so much. 
Joining us now for more on this is Dr. John LaPook. So good to have you, doctor. So everybody wants to know, like, what caused this cardiac arrest? And one possible diagnosis is something called commotio cordis. It's rare, but it is the second leading cause of cardiac death in young athletes. So I think parents who have kids who play football, lacrosse, hockey, baseball, all want to know, how does this happen? Well, it's a condition in which a blow to the chest causes a serious irregular heartbeat called ventricular fibrillation. It's rare because the blow has to come at a particular time during the heartbeat. Now, normally, the heart beats regularly and blood goes to the brain and rest of the body and everything's fine. In ventricular tachycardia and ventri in ventricular fibrillation, you have a bag of worms. Blood doesn't go to the brain and the person blacks out and goes into cardiac arrest, which is why it's so important to have one of these portable defibrillators, the AEDs, so that it can deliver a shock and potentially turn the irregular heartbeat into a normal heartbeat and a normal pulse. I know you were part of that effort to make sure those were more widely available. So he is still in intensive care. Can he make a full recovery? He can. The NFL has reported uh, to, has confirmed with USA Today, that an AED was used on the field prior to him regaining a normal heartbeat. Now, we know that the normal, the sooner the person gets a normal heartbeat and pulse, that the better the prognosis. And uh, we all saw how quickly CPR was administered within minutes, within really seconds, and that can buy time uh, before an AED is actually used. I think one of the big lessons here is the importance for everybody to know about CPR and also how to use an AED. Those devices are very widely available in public places. They are very easy to use. You hit the on-off button, and it literally talks to you and tells you what to do. Oh, it can save lives. Dr. LaPook, thank you so much. I want to turn to that breaking news about that extraordinary thing that happened today here in Washington, that Republican revolt in the House of Representatives. Remember, this was supposed to be a triumphant moment for the GOP, which retook the majority. Instead, today was a day of chaos. Kevin McCarthy hoping to become Speaker of the House, second in line to the presidency, and yet he suffered a historic rejection three times. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. The House will be in order. For the first time in a century, a candidate for House Speaker failed to win enough votes on the first ballot. A Speaker has not been elected. Speaker nominee Kevin McCarthy fell short of the 218 votes needed to secure the gavel, forcing the process into extra rounds. So we may have a battle on the floor. But the battle is for the conference and the country, and that's fine with me. With a slim majority of only 222 Republicans, McCarthy could only lose four members. Instead, he lost at least 19 in three back-to-back -back votes. This place has to change. With some conservatives saying they don't trust the GOP leader and believe he represents the status quo. Maybe the right person for the job of Speaker of the House isn't someone who wants it so bad. The California Republican tried to put on a good face, hoping to win over skeptical hardliners, privately making an impassioned plea in a GOP meeting that he earned the speakership. And he offered numerous concessions, including lowering the number of lawmakers needed to remove a speaker from office. Mr. Kevin, I'm a hard no. But some, like South Carolina Congressman Ralph Norman, say too little, too late. I like Kevin personally. This is not a personality uh, conflict. So why are you opposed? 
it didn't have to come down to this last minute, but I think he thought the majority was going to be a lot bigger, and he didn't need us. That's the problem. Without a speaker, work in the House grinds to a virtual halt. Members can't be sworn in, committees can't convene, and the chamber can't vote on legislation. In the end, we got to govern, and we can't be held hostage by five or six people. That's, that's my whole point. Sources inside the McCarthy camp call today crushing and a crisis, but he is vowing to fight on. Meanwhile, those opposing him are promising the same. And some Republicans tell us it could be a couple of days before this all gets settled. Nora? Never seen anything like it. Nicole Killian, thanks so much. Let's turn now to those severe storms putting millions at risk of floods and tornadoes in the south and snow and ice in the Midwest. At least one tornado touching down near Montgomery, Alabama just this afternoon. And CBS's Mark Strassman is there. Alabama spent much of today under a tornado watch as a powerful system whipped east. Apparent tornadoes touching down and unloading heavy rain and hail. But extreme weather also dominated outside the south. Heavy rains kept triggering widespread flooding from the central California coast to Sacramento. Snow in the Sierra, as much as four feet blanketing higher elevations, enough to snarl air traffic in and out of Denver International Airport. In the upper Midwest, drivers from the Dakotas through Minnesota are experiencing blizzard and whiteout conditions. If I do get caught out in this kind of stuff, I try to avoid... Um, driving too fast. Back down south, those suspected tornadoes brought widespread damage beginning last night, destroying homes and damaging parts of this high school in Jesseville, Arkansas. Here in Alabama, this volatile storm system will linger for hours, and the threat of tornadoes will stay real for parts of this state all night long. Nora? Mark, Mark Strassman, thank you so much. And for more on where the storm threats are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Major storms playing out in multiple parts of the country. Severe storms across the south, thunderstorms and tornadoes. A Torcon of five, meaning we've got a medium chance for tornadoes for the rest of the night tonight. In the middle of the country, the Midwest has this travel with a big snow coming in here. Many places seeing double-digit snows. And then in California, high-impact snow, wind, and rain event is incoming beginning tomorrow, lasting for the rest of the week. Across the south, numerous storms here highlighted in the darkest red with the future radar. They're showing big storms coming in to Atlanta for the morning drive. Big squall line pushes through the Carolinas for the remainder of the day. High winds across California. Numerous power outages anticipated. Big snow, four to five feet in the highest elevations, increasing the avalanche danger. And then nor in Northern California, with up to a foot of rain in the forecast, mudslides and flash flooding are a near certainty. Wow, Mike Bettis, thanks so much. Tonight, CBS News has learned some new information about that man accused of killing four University of Idaho students. He faces a first-degree murder count for each of their deaths and one count of felony burglary. 28-year-old Brian Koberger waived his right to extradition after a brief hearing in a Pennsylvania courtroom. And CBS's Nikki Batiste was there. Arriving for his extradition hearing shackled in a red jail jumpsuit with a bulletproof vest underneath, Brian Koberger appeared stoic and calm. Cameras were not allowed inside the Pennsylvania courtroom where Koberger sat, but his family was in the front row, his mother and sisters crying as Koberger glanced back at them and nodded. 
A law enforcement source tells CBS News the suspect's cross-country trip during the holidays from Washington to his parents' Pennsylvania home was tracked using the Easy Pass from his white Hyundai Elantra. Newly released body cam video shows the suspect being stopped by police in Indiana for a traffic violation on his way back to Pennsylvania. The sources say Koberger expressed surprise that the FBI was involved and asked if he was the only person arrested. The culmination of that cooperation ultimately led to take the suspect into custody and afforded the families some sense of peace they deserve. CBS News has learned authorities linked Koberger's DNA to familial DNA in an ancestry database. Koberger is accused of killing University of Idaho students Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin as they slept on November 13th. Once back in Idaho, a probable cause affidavit will detail the evidence against him. I definitely believe that one of the main reasons the defendant chose to waive extradition and hurry his return back to Idaho was the need to know what was in those documents. The 28-year-old was a Ph.D. criminology student at Washington State University and lived in Pullman, Washington, about a 15-minute drive from the crime scene. If convicted, Koberger faces life in prison and possibly the death penalty. CBS News has learned he's still here in Pennsylvania tonight in jail, but he has been assigned a public defender in Idaho, where he has to arrive within 10 days. Nora? Nikki Batiste with that new information. Thank you. Let's turn now to the war in Ukraine. CBS News has learned it was, in fact, a long-range rocket system provided by the U.S. and used by Ukrainian forces to kill or wound hundreds of Russian troops in a New Year's Day attack. That assault was in the eastern region of Ukraine, not far from the war-torn city of Bakhmut. CBS's Ian Lee reports from there tonight. We are on the road to the most dangerous place in Ukraine. Soldiers call it a meat grinder. Locals call it hell on earth. Welcome to Bakhmut. Russia throws wave after wave of troops at the city. Driving into Bakhmut, we've been greeted by the sound of artillery. Now, right now, we are driving to meet some civilians who are taking shelter to learn what life is like under constant Russian bombardment. Down the road, we see people huddled next to a grocery store. This is how we get food, she tells me. Two days ago, a strike scattered everyone, and that's how we live. So many people have died. Would you leave if you were able to? No, she says. This is our home. But Natalia wanted to flee with her family. She tells us she tried before, but her son was killed. Natalia now keeps her daughter close by her side. And what's your name? Milana. Are you scared? You're a brave girl. How old are you? You're four years old. In Bakhmut, the air constantly rattles with death. But life goes on. People run errands. Even the trash still needs collecting. The war has been an education for people here. Clearly not one they wanted. Was that close? It landed somewhere far. Close is when the windows are shattered in the houses. That's close, she tells me. Every day, more windows shatter, more houses are destroyed. But as the rally cry goes, Bakhmut still holds. Ian Lee, CBS News, Bakhmut. 
tonight, the new image of Jeremy Renner since he was critically injured in a snowplow accident. What exactly happened? There's new information coming up. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We're learning new information tonight about disgraced cryptocurrency king Sam Bankman-Fried. Today, he pleaded not guilty in a New York City courtroom to cheating investors out of billions of dollars. A judge ordered him to keep his hands off any funds tied to his former company FTX or his hedge fund trading firm Amita Research. The 30-year-old is free on bond until his trial, now set for October. We are seeing actor Jeremy Renner tonight for the first time since he was run over by his snowplow. This is the selfie he posted from his hospital bed saying, thank you all for your kind words. The Avengers star was airlifted to a hospital for surgery following the New Year's Day accident. The local sheriff says Renner was helping a family member who was stranded in deep snow near his home when his plow ran over him. The 51-year-old actor suffered blunt chest trauma and other injuries. All right, the dramatic rescue of four people whose Tesla plunged off a cliff was all caught on camera. Plus, the device that officials say saved lives. That's next. Tonight, the California Highway Patrol is investigating what caused a Tesla to fly off a cliff on the Pacific Coast Highway and nearly land in the ocean. It happened Monday near Devil's Slide on a winding stretch of road known for deadly crashes. Remarkably, all four people, including a four-year-old girl and nine-year-old boy, survived the 250-foot drop. Officials say the car seats did their jobs and saved the kids' lives. All right, thousands gathered today for a final farewell to soccer legend Pele. That's next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Finally tonight, hundreds of thousands paid their final respects in Santos, Brazil, as international soccer legend Pelé was laid to rest. His coffin was carried from his hometown stadium where he had been lying in state to the street where his 100-year-old mother still lives and finally to a cemetery for a private burial. There's been a tremendous outpouring of love, not just in Brazil, but across the globe for the three-time World Cup winner. Pelé died last Thursday at the age of 82. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first. Because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight plus acres of family owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy. Egg.